Okay. Okay. So we're introducing our next beer broads and no shit, I did it again. Dudes, broads Dudes. and beers. <laughs> Friday segment. Um, we need to start drinking when we do these ones. I know. It'd be fun to just like have a night. We had a drink beer. after. Yeah, that's true. We we have it in the past. Ones yeah. Too. Yeah. Totally. So Daniel came out. Daniel um, is the founder and owner of Hero Culture, and we're really excited to bring him out because he's a huge part of the CrossFit community. Um, He never, this was never his intention, but how about this? How about having an intention to do something that you're passionate about, and then all of a sudden your philosophy takes a different direction? Yeah, I mean, he, you know, realized the error of his ways a little bit. And, like, maybe, I shouldn't say error of your ways. It's more just youth and growing from that. And um, talk to us a little bit about that. So I'm excited for everyone to listen. Yeah, Yeah. me too. All right. Enjoy. And we'll be having him back for sure. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we... We'll, we'll talk about some other dude things. <laughs> yeah, because he's got some insight on the dating world, I feel. Yeah. That a lot of men could get take from it. Yes, totally. And actually help out our single lady friends to have a little bit of perspective. Yeah, because he's such a handsome man and, and he has um, been around the dating scene a lot. Yeah. And yeah. he's got a daughter that he you know, wants to grow up with respect. So it's cool. Yeah. Really cool. I know he's got it all lined up. It's perfect. Yeah. All right, guys. Enjoy. (laughs) Okay. These are comfy seats. I know. Thanks, husband. Yeah. Thanks, husband, for the boardroom. Yeah. Comfy seats. (laughs) (laughs) Did I get my hair and my coffee and now it's everywhere? Is that what happened? I think so. Okay, so Daniel, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's really, we were really excited to do this when we first pitched it to you. We hadn't yeah. even started yet. <laughs> no, I, no, you hadn't, had you? No. But you've done a few now. Yeah, we did a few. Deanna. Yeah, she was, was awesome. awesome yeah. yeah, that was a fun trip great. too. Yeah. yeah. That was like a totally last minute thing and we were just, we were sitting in my kitchen and Deanna, I had already pitched it to her and she messaged me and she's like, when are we doing this podcast? I look at Joe and I'm like, do you want to go to Vernon tomorrow? She's like, yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's awesome. But it was, it wasn't the smartest because I don't think anybody in their right mind would have taken that drive. Oh, was it bad? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it was a bit scary. I it was like sweaty in because I didn't think Tiff was serious. And then, oh, she, and then she's like, like hey, I ready? woke up to like nine missed calls, a bunch of texts. Are you alive? And it was like yeah. 11 and she's like, I'll be there at noon to pick you up. We're leaving. Right. I'm like, what? <laughs> She's and they get there and you still weren't ready. I would yeah, I would have known you were serious. I yeah. love I love stuff like that. Yeah, like I'm just I'm kinda like I say what I mean and I do what I say. Yeah. And if I don't do it, I'll have a damn good explanation and, and spon- owning my spontaneity, shit. Spontaneity, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, and it was fun. Deanna was super just gracious and yeah, just, she's the sweetest. Yeah. She she's is. so humble too. Super humble, very yeah. kind. Our kind of gal. Jeremy's awesome too. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't get to talk to Jeremy too much because it was really more about Deanna. Yeah. But Jeremy, like, waited for us to work out and then, like, whoop-kicked our ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had worked out in a couple months and I came back for 
was that thrusters. I'm like, oh, oh god, Jesus. Yeah, he he's Burpee an athlete. Bar. He's incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm a little bit concerned about that drive for OVT. I don't yeah. know what it's gonna be like, but just, yeah. Well, I mean, when we went, the snow had just started. Okay. So it's almost worse. It is because yeah. we had this big wide road and nobody to follow. Yeah. No tracks, nothing. So I just kind of like, fuck it. I'm just yeah. gonna just. This is my road now. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically off road. Own it. You're calling it. <laughs> Blazing new fresh tracks. Yeah. Well, that wasn't the. That wasn't um, the cook either. Okay. Oh, you took the. Yeah. The number three or whatever yeah, it is, Crow's did. Nest. Yeah. 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 Oof, that's even more treacherous. It is. Yeah. But then everybody's all like crazy about the Coca-Cola and always about it being closed. So I don't know. Yeah. Fair whatever. enough. Fair enough. Whatever. So anyways, let's talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> I was, can you tell I was trying to avoid it? I was like, oh yeah, Jeremy and Yeah, Jeremy. right. Oh, driving conditions. <laughs> <laughs> what else can we talk about? <laughs> so you're going up, are you going up to compete? Hell no. No. Do you no. ever compete? I've never competed. I did one Cal season, and I did, and I signed up for a Festivus, and then backed out last minute because my shoulder was bugging me too much. So yeah. I've never actually competed. I would um, do like a Festivus or like a, I don't know. Now I'm Masters age. I'm forty, so I don't know. But like I'm not a com- I'm not looking to compete in CrossFit. I just I go five times, six times a week, and it's just maintenance and. Just trying to stay in shape and fun. I love it. I love the community. I love the workouts. I love everything about it. But I'm still missing, like, I can't do double unders. I can't do handstand push-ups. So there's still some, like, really, um, some of the core techniques that I don't have. Yeah. So if it was a scaled competition, fine. Sure. You know, at the same time, I can deadlift 400 pounds or, you know, whatnot. So like a lot of people, I like the lifting. Um, but when it comes to, like, okay, do 100 burpees, I'm like, fuck, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was listening. Do you ever listen to Shrugged? collective no okay that's a really good podcast i okay. totally recommend everybody to listen to it especially if you're in the crossfit community yeah. but they had a really good episode talking about how not everybody's built as a gymnast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay yeah. like that's totally okay if yeah. you're if your jam is lifting lift yeah you exactly. know like sometimes we get pretty hard on ourselves and if you're not if you're not competing who gives a shit yeah you know? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I definitely don't beat myself up for it. I would like to try it. I'm kind of looking for my next competitive thing. I just don't think it's going to be CrossFit. Yeah. Um, my background, like growing up, was soccer for like 15 years, and then actually competitive. Play soccer. There yeah. you go. Yeah. It's a great sport. Yeah. And then uh, competitive ultimate frisbee for like another 10 cool. to 15 years. Yeah. yeah. Sick. Yeah. People are always I surprised. I also played frisbee. I love it. Go. Yeah. It's so much running. It's so, so much running. Is there so, really? Yeah. yeah. And is then, it a team? Yeah. Yeah. It's like football with a frisbee. So it's like a football field with a frisbee. There's end Do you zones. get tackled? No. Oh. Unfortunately not, or else it's it might have been better. Contact. But yeah. It's a non-contact <laughs> sport. contact frisbee. <laughs> yeah, that would be insane. I would, yeah, I would dominate. That would have been good. Um, dominate. <laughs> but, uh, well, because all the people are small. Like, yeah. Play it. They're all They're athletic. Runners. They're all runners, oh. yeah. So, which is another reason why, like, eventually I just, yeah. And also there is... You throw your body around a lot, and there's a risk of injuries and whatnot. So, I escaped without any injuries, which is great. But yeah. yeah, it was taking a toll on my body for sure. Same with soccer too. I think yeah. it's just like I'm just waiting for my injury. Yeah. 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 I'm waiting so for my number. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking like I, yeah I don't know like I'm, I might get into um, paddling, like outrigger canoe. 
Yeah. It's something I've always wanted to try. Um, open ocean, like distant stuff. And uh, I'd like to do more surfing. It's just obviously living in Vancouver, you'd have to drive a bit to Pino or whatnot. Trying to plan a trip to California right now, uh, Ventura. Nice. Oh, I love Ventura. Dude, we just went there. Yeah. Just came back from there. My cousin lives there. Oh, yeah. And um, we went during the time that they hadn't seen this much rain in 10 years. Okay. So a lot of their old river canals haven't yeah. had water in them for so long. And a lot of squatters would live in there. And, you yeah, know, there's no bathroom. Yeah. So they go to the bathroom for years. Oh, no. So when the water came in, it broke it through and it all went into the ocean. And Ugh. literally the waves were like black. Ugh. Just Ugh. the day I was there. But my cousin was surfing the day before and it wasn't that bad. So yeah. it, it washes away. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't take too long. But yeah. God, the waves were just dope. I'm yeah. like, dude, I all I want to do is just jump in there without the equal eye. <laughs> yeah, I've seen one of their breaks and I, I, I remember just hanging out down there a lot of surfers in Ventura yeah yeah great little town too I spent a good week living there with a friend like I was staying at a friend's house and uh Patagonia's head office is in Ventura yeah and there's just a lot of cool little shops and like yeah it's just it's a quaint little you know Californian town and it's not overrun I mean my cousin is saying it's getting more and more popular Mm -hmm. but there's still vacant lots there's still stores up for lease yeah but just outside on both sides of that, that's not the case. Yeah. It just like, it is like overrun by. It's crazy. Yeah. They got a great little brewery there too. I forget the name of it. But yeah. If it's still open. <laughs> I don't know. It was very new looking. It was very like hip and new. Oh yeah? I think the place, I think it was part of like the new generation. Like I, it, I feel like it's changing there for sure. Yeah, it is. I feel like it's it's growing again. Yeah, sort of that's thing. what so. she said. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Not starting already. <laughs> oh, God. The shenanigans. The time is it's really to shenanigans. When can, we, when can we have a drink? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be taking you for lunch after, if oh, that's sweet. okay. Yeah. I prefer that to a workout. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, wait, where are we? We're, we're really close to Iron Regime. God, I hope Jeff isn't there today. <laughs> I see what all you guys do there. I see all the, all the beasts working out there. Yeah. It's a great gym. Yeah. It's big. So yeah. Um, what gym do you go to then? Oh, sorry. Uh, back to me. Uh, yeah, CrossFit. CrossFit. detouring. <laughs> um, this podcast is about you. <laughs> I go to CrossFit BC in Yaletown. Um, and it's, I think it's, um, it's like three years in, almost four years in, I think, that okay. I've been there. Yeah, before that, um, I started my CrossFit career, if we want to call it that, at CrossFit Vancouver, when it was CrossFit Vancouver, now Mad Lab School of Fitness, over on Clark Drive, and Emily Beers, who's the best, Emily, I love you, um, <laughs> she was my coach, and okay. so she, I did on-ramp with her, and she tried to show me how to do like handstands and all that stuff, and you know, laughed her way through, um, and I started with, did on-ramp with... Um, What's uh, on-ramp? On ramps like uh, we need to teach you how to yeah foundations. We need oh, okay. to teach you how to do what a thruster is, sort of thing. You know right, stuff right. like that. Okay. What is CrossFit? So did that with Emily Beers and my friend Rachel, who is married and the wife of Rowan from Blonix. That okay. Rachel, I think she goes to six oh four. But yeah, they just had one, two kids now or something. I don't know. Anyways, Rachel was awesome. She went on to compete. I went on to like then stop doing CrossFit for like two <laughs> years, and I always used to get bugged for like I was the hero guy, but I didn't actually do CrossFit. And so, but you had, but I tried it, and then yeah, it just took, um, yeah, it just took 
getting back in the gym and getting consistent and so now it's been consistent for like four years and I've been in the community so it's good that's yeah. awesome yeah. and injury free uh no uh my right shoulder is is pretty bad it it definitely it's sore like it's sore right now um and I think it was for it's from over a year ago maybe about a year ago doing a bar muscle up so like I remember oh. like working on it and getting my first bar muscle up and then being like ow like that that hurt so it was just yeah I don't think my shoulders have been great um I got that thing they like call like penis shoulder where it like sticks up here because of like injuries and stuff (laughs) injuries from ultimate you can feel it like you can see there's like that what about that nub that I can happen on your knee yeah the nub mine's pretty pronounced it's it's actually funny it's on the left side but it's my right shoulder that's injured interesting anyways my shoulders aren't great so like overhead stuff is my weakness and push-ups are my weakness um but yeah, no. So that that is the only injury I've sustained, and it was a, it felt like a light one at the time, but it's definitely been nagging. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm, and it's funny because as we all know, like people are like oh CrossFit, oh you get injured and all that stuff. I'm like no, it's it's only if you push yourself. Like, you know, as long as your coaching sound, you know, and it's just a matter of you know managing your own body. So that's right. That's so true. Um, I just last week did um a kettlebell overhead walk till death with mm-hmm. another member. And it was after we had done our coached workout, and we both injured ourselves doing that. Yeah. And my coach was like, well, you should have stopped at my programming. Yeah. I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I think sometimes we kind of say, like, I know I say this to myself, stop being a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Push through it. You're fine. You're fine. And sometimes it's true. You're fine. And then other times you come out and you're like, uh, I'm not fine. Yeah. So... I think it depends, like, where you're at in your head. Like, are you grounded enough to recognize these things? Or are you just, like, being stubborn asshole and just going yeah. for it? Yeah. My, yeah, whatever. My inner voice is, like, the exact opposite. I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's, like, handstand push-ups. So push-ups sound good to me. And, like, it's like, <laughs> oh, they want me to do 115 pounds. Eh, 75 sounds good. So, yeah, I just, like, uh, yeah, I'm very aware of, like, my limitations and whatnot. And, yeah. Yeah, and sometimes you know, and then of course we all go through like the ebb and flow of like being really consistent in the gym, or and then sometimes not. So sometimes I find when I do get really consistent, like yesterday was the first time I did like a double, like I did extra work after my workout, which I haven't done in forever, and I'm gonna try and keep consistent with that. Yeah, and I know that I'll feel my body getting stronger and whatnot, and then you can kind of like then that's when I'll like push a bit more and be like, okay, like I'm feeling pretty good right now because I've been doing the extra work and mobilizing and all that, and then I'll push a bit harder. No, that's a good way to. It. it's like working on our form and technique and then and then when you feel comfortable doing that I mean you're not gonna feel comfortable until you do it yeah over and over and over again yeah and then you can throw it into your workout yeah right but I love seeing people who push like really push it's inspiring to watch and it's like it's fun yeah three yeah usually younger people although I shouldn't say that because I'm know some I'm really inspired by the older people so I'm 40 and like people like Brad Hall from Body Shop CrossFit yeah um, Body Shop Training Center in Kelowna he's amazing Um, the owner of our gym Troy is like 55 he's been to the games four times I think and like he's really inspiring yeah so yeah it's like it's never the young guys who are like 24 25 and just fucking destroying it at the gym who I'm like oh yeah that's awesome because I'm like you're young you're supposed to be <laughs> like you're supposed to yeah just you haven't dealt all with the failed right? things yeah it's yeah it's these other guys talk to me guys. when you've had kids yeah. Yeah. well I think it's inspiring when you can relate to somebody yeah, yeah there's a little bit of something that you can like and the take idea, from it and the idea that I'm 40 and I can get fitter 
yeah. like more fit than I am now. Yeah. I might be fitter than I was at like 25. I don't know. I'm probably stronger, but like. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. But like the idea of like, okay, I'm 40 now, but like looking at Troy again, like, okay, I could be 55 or Brad. I don't, I don't know what age Brad is, but like, yeah, I could be like 45, 55 and be fitter. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah. And CrossFit will do that. Like if you just stick with it, you'll get there. Totally. So. Well, consistency in anything, you're yeah. going to get better. Exactly. But it is true, the older we get, the stronger we get. Mm-hmm. Old man strength. Yeah. Old woman strength. Well, actually, just to veer off a little bit, um, CrossFit girls that get pregnant, mm-hmm. and then, you know, it's like during pregnancy, they're off, and then when their babies are infant, they're off. It's like a two-year process. Yeah. And a lot of the women get really discouraged because they don't, they remember what they were once were. Yeah. But I always find when they finally get back to the gym and work their way back, they end up being way stronger yeah. than what they left off with. Yeah. Way stronger. Well, just emotionally. Emotionally, you got this newfound grit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got this new, like... Respect for new, your body. Well, and new body. Like, your body mechanically changes, too, mm-hmm. after you have a baby. They always say, like, before you spay a dog... Let or a cat that it is a better to have let them have a litter because <laughs> Where is she going? it's true. This it. is a fact. You have kids, right? Yeah, yeah I, I have a thirteen so. and nine we all year old. Have kids, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's got a seven. Yeah, mine's nine, so that's all yeah. of us. Oh, that's a fun. That's a oh, is it just a ring? Um. Okay. So, getting a little back into your history, right. um, how how when did you start? Five years ago, and no. then when did you start? Wait, five, five, five years ago, you yeah. started CrossFit. Um, when did you start your clothing company? Uh, so Hero started in January of 2012. Was kind of like our launch. So that was five years ago too. Six years ago. Six years ago. Oh, it's Six. 19. It's 2019. 2019. So it's like this January. Is it January now? Yeah, yeah. January. Was our, uh, yeah, so I guess this is our anniversary, but so this would be seven years? 2012? Oh, so even seven. before you started yeah. CrossFit? Well, no, so, so my math was wrong. So I guess I've been doing, I basically started CrossFit at the same time I started the company. Okay. Kind of out of necessity because I wasn't doing CrossFit. I was involved in the community through friends. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I did on ramp shortly after I started Hero. Okay. So. <clears throat> My friends at the time, my close friends were going to CrossFit Vancouver, Mad Lab, and uh, CrossFit was blowing up 2012. Everybody was opening a gym, and it was big, and the games, and all that stuff. I think it was, like, really hitting its peak. And so they're like, okay, you know, we want our own stuff. We want our own clothing. You're the guy to do it. I already had an apparel company called One Apparel. Okay. And it was corporate apparel, team apparel, event merchandise. We were big in, like, Dragon Boat. And, like, corporate stuff for, like, you know, companies like Rio Tinto Alcan. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Um, so they're like, you're the guy. You're the guy to do this. Cool. And I was like, well, I don't do CrossFit. I don't know about CrossFit. Um, let me think about it. And I basically said no for, like, a year with my friends bugging me. I was like, nah. This and it didn't feel like the right time. And then uh, finally I was like, okay, so what is this CrossFit thing? And I looked into it. And I kind of looked at the market and what it was about. Um and I had a bunch of friends across at Vancouver. So they had a competition coming up in January in Linwood, Washington. And so I thought, okay, let's let's do this. So I created the logo in my little sketchbook, you know, and I, I looked at the history of CrossFit, what it was about. So Hero comes from the Hero Wads. Um, and the E in my logo is flipped backwards, and it's a trident from the Navy SEALs logo. Okay. So that's kind of where that's derived from. 
Um, so I thought, okay, Hero, I like the name, I like the logo. I sent it off to my friend Tracy in Washington and said, look, just clean it up, make it sharp. Um, she didn't have much to do, but she cleaned that up for me and sent it back to me. And now she's like a huge deal, Tracy Chang. Um, but uh, yeah, so I made seven hoodies and seven t-shirts, well, five t-shirts and two tank tops. And I outfitted five athletes, four athletes, um, who were going to this competition, plus myself, plus Cam, who was dating one of the athletes at the time. So yeah, five athletes, plus Cam, plus me. So seven hoodies and seven t-shirts, basically. Okay. And if you've seen my signature hoodies, they're, you know, the big hero on the front embroidered and the hero on the back shoulder, but then like the big gym logo on the back embroidered. Everybody had their name on the sleeve embroidered with like gold stars underneath. Mm-hmm. Those <clears throat> five gold stars, one for each athlete. And... I guess nobody was doing that at the time. Nobody was doing like fully embroidered, really nice quality hoodies and whatnot. And so we walked into this competition just looking like the Shark. business, like yeah. and every, the bees knees, yeah, basically. <laughs> and so everybody was like, "Who, who are who you? Who is this? Like what? And what's hero? Like so that weekend, I was just down there hanging out with the team." And I had so many questions because they were all like, well, he's here. Like that and guy. had you had business cards or anything? Nothing. No, 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 oh nothing. My gosh. No. Okay. There was just the seven hoodies and seven t-shirts. And so, but I connected with a lot of people, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they were all like, yeah, we want it. Like we want it for our gym and cool. And so then I think I started doing gym orders for like uh, a lot of the gyms down there in Washington mm-hmm. is kind of where it took off before it even took off up here in Vancouver. Um, and then I started creating designs and whatnot and, and put up a website. Uh, like, I remember doing a photo shoot. Um, we had Kelsey Nagel up from uh, the States, and she was, she, I think, I don't know if she's still a big deal, but she was a big deal, big CrossFitter. And we had a bunch of people from CrossFit Van, so we did this big photo shoot at CrossFit Van, and, you know, my friend Mark uh, Whitehead at Get The Shot um, did all these great images and, yeah, put together a website, and, and so things kind of just took off really fast. Cool. Kind of unexpectedly. Yeah. Isn't that the way it happens? You know you're in the right direction yeah. when shit really starts happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I, awesome. Yeah. And then I stopped doing my other company. I basically just did Oh, you that. did? Yeah. Okay. Like, I, I was really already burnt out. Like, I didn't, like, I didn't want to do team apparel anymore or whatnot. It wasn't creative. Whereas yeah. Hero was creating a brand as opposed to just rebranding. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really liked the idea of creating a brand and a culture around that brand and whatnot. So... Yeah, I ditched the other company and went full-time, you know, just focusing on Hero and have been ever since. Um, I do get to obviously work with other companies now, helping them brand and whatnot, doing gym orders and working with different boxes and stuff, which is cool. With the Hero brand or their own brand? Uh, Yeah, no, it's all, well, now it would always have a Hero logo on it. Okay. Um, But it's, but I do definitely focus on like their brand, like what they want. Oh, Um, So even with the signature hoodies, um, the only brand that I insist on keeping is like on the back shoulder small. Uh But if they don't want the big hero on the front, that's fine. Um, the order I'm working on right now, it's like a their patch on the front, and we're doing this big biker patch on the back. Dope. Yeah. yeah. And then names, yeah, it's for CrossFit Apostle up in Kamloops, and Nate Jones up there, he always gets me. He's always pushing my, pushing my boundaries in terms of like what he'll get out of me. Yeah. He's like, well, I, I, I want this and this. I'm like, Nate, I don't do that. He's like, well, that's what I want. I'm like, fuck, okay. I'll make it work. Oh my God, <laughs> I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll figure, I'll figure it out. So this hoodie is going to be unlike anything I've ever done. I've like I was at a, I was at a supplier the other day buying this big roll of canvas fabric, and then last night I have it at home and I'm washing it and drying it in my dryer to shrink it, pre-shrink it before I print it. Next, I gotta like cut it into panels and then like yeah, print them and then sew sew it onto the hoodie and so yeah, 
Whoa. It's interesting. It's I didn't know that you did all the creative side yourself. That's neat. Um, I do a lot of it myself. Um, well, the creative side, yes, I guess. I mean, he came to me with the idea, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is how we could do that. Um, but, yeah, when it comes to, like, you know, picking the fabrics and picking the products in terms of, like, uh, when we're looking, when I'm looking at what products we're going to use, it's always, it's always me. Yeah. And then design-wise, I'm pretty, yeah, I guess that's kind of my thing is design. So even when I'm working with other companies, other gyms, I'll tell them if I think their logo is terrible or if they want help, that's great. Or if they have great logos, I'm like, hey, that looks fantastic, and then let's do that. And so yeah, I like the design aspect of it. Yeah. I like making everybody look, you know, sharp. And how did you know that was your thing? When I failed high school because I was in art class too much. <laughs> <laughs> so, so did you know right from that point? Art, Honestly. Yeah, like well, art's been. Art's been my thing since, like, kindergarten. Like, I've always been, like, design-oriented. Like, what is it? Left brain, right brain? I don't know which half I use. The right side, creative side. Right creative side, side yeah. And so, yeah, I literally, um, like, my grade 12 year was spent mostly in art class and mm-hmm. PE class. That was it. And I didn't graduate because of that. Um, but I knew, yeah, I've always known, I like, design was kind of my thing. Yeah. Graphic design, like, I don't know. And then apparel, I don't know how that happened. Well, I know how it happened, but I just kind of got into that. And, um, and then this whole branding thing. So, I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's fun. Can we talk about your rebrand? My rebrand. Yeah, because um, that's kind of what attracted us to you. Was um, you mean the switch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest thing, like when we were having a conversation with you, I was like, I kind of understood it when you were like, you know, before I felt like you know, sex sells, and you know, I'm gonna like do beautiful women on, and just like sell this out that way, and then how you reverse that around and mm-hmm. changed your theory. So yeah, that's it's been a it's to anybody who's um, obviously watched Hero from the beginning, it's it's been a very obvious shift. Um, yeah, I mean the so we talked about how hero started and whatnot and it really just took off you know out from under me kind of thing and like it was kind of evolving faster than i even knew what to do and so i definitely got caught up in the whole like okay so how are we doing this okay like well there's all these beautiful fit women who you know want to wear my stuff and whatnot and then we got into the whole sex sells thing which it's I don't knock myself for doing it because it does sell. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll have that argument with anybody. And I still look at other brands and I still think I could probably be selling more if I stuck with sex sales and really push that more and more. I mean, Live Fit Apparel is a brand out of um, LA guys, Randall Pitch, who I follow. And I mean, they're hugely successful. And it's, you know, it's all it's the guys and the girls. The guys are topless and the girls are wearing, you know, next to nothing, their little booty shorts and whatnot. And we all, we all love that. That's great. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, it kind of like, it, it just, it wasn't doing it for me anymore. It wasn't really what I was interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know whether it's just like having a daughter and she's nine years old now. So I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Like she was there. I mean, she was around when I started hero, but, um, I don't know, like it's, and getting older. It's like, if you're not giving back, then what's like, what's the point? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, it, it, you start to think kids about change everything. I have a nine year old daughter too. Yeah. And I really I need to watch what I'm doing yeah. because I I want to be able to relay those messages to her. Yeah. I better be living it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, and and there's there's yeah, there's outlets for everything that you want to do, but like when it comes to hero, just that recognition of um I don't know where where it happened, but just that recognition of like 
there's a community around this brand that's passionate that can help enact change and help make things better. Um, so it's a matter of do I want to help mobilize that community towards making things better or or just be more passive and like, you know, sell clothes and, you know, and do this sex sells thing. Which, yeah, that's yeah, so cool. It just wasn't that. anymore. wasn't doing it for me anymore. I think the tube drive really, um, last year's tube drive really kind of, it hit home that, yeah, there's there's a group of people here who are, are really passionate that really want to support their community. So, yeah. Well, the Tuke Drive was, you know, you were raising money for, can you talk about that a little yeah. bit? Yeah, so it was it was a simple idea. It was, um, you know, I looked at I looked at the numbers, I looked at what, what could I do, and the Tukes are where it seemed to be uh, the most effective, where I could do a one-for-one, one, mm-hmm. which is, you know, a lot of companies do it. Um, with Tom's shoes, you know, all that stuff. So there's, it's not a new concept. Um, and I, I never look to reinvent the wheel. I always think, you know, let's, okay, let's you know, improve on something or let's just do what's being done. Yeah. Um, so last year was the first year I did the toque drive and I just said, okay, for every toque I sell, I'll donate a toque to someone in need. And a lot of those went to the downtown east side. Um, and so I think we did 300. Uh, 300 sold, 300 donated. Um, it was neat because places up in Kamloops and Kelowna got involved and some of them donated in their communities. And then this year, it was approaching October 25th, which is usually, I think, the date that I start. And I uh, I, I wasn't going to do it. I was like, I don't have the energy. I was really drained. And yeah. And then I think it was like the night of the 24th or something. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do it. You got to give back. Yeah. What so. an inspiring time of the year to do it. <laughs> yeah. My goodness. Start, starting to get cold and all that stuff. So I just said, okay, you know, let's do it again. And then I was just blown away. Um, I mean, your gym, Iron Regime, uh, a great example of like they ordered 140 toques or something. Yeah. So what this year what I noticed is, you know, different people got involved, which was great. You know, some of the gyms that did it last year didn't do it this year, which is fine. Um, but then this year, like new gyms got involved and people really rallied. Mm-hmm. Like my friend, my friend, Grace Chung, she organized two gyms plus her office and other people organized their offices. My friend Gats down in Gastown organized his office and they ordered 50 toques for their employees as like presents, but then we donated 50 as well. I had friends in Ontario, uh, get involved. Um, and the number this year, so it, it more than doubled to 700 plus toques. Damn. Yeah. So explain to our listeners what you do, what you do when they buy them. Because so, so every, most of the orders came from groups like gyms, boxes and stuff like that. And so each time a gym or a box ordered, you know, a certain number of toques, they would get a wholesale deal and whatnot. And then I would do the one for one. And I would say to them, well, would you like to take the toques and donate them in your community? Or would you like me to donate them? most of the gyms and groups I worked with, they took the donations and donated them or will be donating them in their local communities, which is great. So like the Tri-Cities here is going to see a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, because it was, that. yeah, no, Sheepdog CrossFit was a huge one. Um, Iron Regime, um, I don't want to miss anybody. Sheepdog and Iron Regime, and then CrossFit New West, CrossFit Surrey as well. But uh, between Sheepdog and Iron Regime, that was like over 300 toques. That's and awesome. And those are going to be donated by Karen and my friend Paul, uh, Tilla, and they're going to be donated here locally in the Tri Cities area. So that's great. I mean, you just seen like homeless cruising around with Hero on their head. Yeah, the the toques that we donate aren't branded. Okay. Um, so they're unbranded. Um, but yeah, they will be. You will probably notice them around yeah. in the community. Yeah. Yeah, and so that was great. Some will be donated on the downtown east side. I just gave twelve to my friend uh, Jane, who's going down to Peru, because cool. she um, she realized there's potentially a need down there. 
she's going with an NGO uh, to do some uh, medical work. She's a nurse. And she noticed when people wake up from surgeries, they're shivering, they're cold, because they don't have warming blankets down there and things like that, and their bodies lose a lot of heat. So she thought if they had a toque on their head when they woke up, first they'd stay warmer, and then they'd just be cozier and warmer. And I wouldn't have thought toques improve, but sure enough, yeah. Yeah, So she she organized a donation, and uh, we sent some with her. So things like that, basically wherever there's a need. Um, and for me, like I've heard socks are really important and that's great. I just don't really do socks. So. Socks are so expensive. Yeah. And it's and so, very high priced. Yeah. And th- so that's, a, that's another thing too, is like uh, for, first of all, I, I give credit to the community, not myself. Like I've re- hero and, and I, I'm just a vehicle, but it's it, for every one that was bought is why we're donating one. So really yeah. the credit goes to the communities. Um, and I'm really thankful for, for their support. Um, and then it's just a matter of like, I was looking at what could I do? And I think people get caught up in like, oh, I don't know what to do. And they feel overwhelmed and whatnot. It's like, well, just pick one thing. And for me, this was my one thing where I looked at my margins and costs and all that stuff. And I said, well, if I were to sell a toque, I could give a toque. Like really simple. Mm-hmm. So do that. Um, yeah. And now I think I'll, I, I'm imagining I'll do it every year. I, I hope so. Yeah. Well, and I've talked I to... I feel like it's going to, every year being consistent, it's yeah. just going to get bigger Grow. and bigger. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, I look at who participated last year and then this year. And I like I really, Hero as a, in general as a company has only scratched the surface of its potential. Um, it's like it's a very centralized, like it's a very lower mainland Vancouver for now. company for now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you start thinking about, well, homeless people and whatnot. And my friend Paul Sr., again, he talked about L.A., you know, the millions of homeless people down there. And, it's it does, there. Gets and that's real homelessness. Yeah. Our homelessness is a little bit skewed because we have a lot of mental health. Yes, you we know do. we have a major issue. Yeah. So a lot of those people are doing the, the funky chicken. Mm-hmm. Well, I and, think there's mental health everywhere too. Well, but if you go to LA, people are like literally, it's poverty. It's, it's poverty. It's yeah. different. Yeah. yeah, it's so different. Like my kids see our community, like our homelessness. That's that's their homelessness, and it's it's not. Yeah, it's um, our homeless. Even like families and stuff. Well, yeah, like people Shelters without without addiction, mm-hmm. yeah, they mm-hmm. actually are screwed yeah, because yeah. of the economy and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then our homeless uh, population here in the Lower Mainland, a lot of it's transient too. Has come from back east and whatnot, and other mm-hmm. places because mm-hmm. we have the warmest climate in the whole country. Right. So. Yeah, that yeah, too. It's interesting. It's hard to differ who to give money to or donations to, and that's why I. You know, this year, even last year, I was very, you know, adamant that, like, if you think you know the, you know, where these are going to be best used, then do that. Mm-hmm. So anytime a group wanted to take the donations, I thought, great, do that. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you see a need, um, let's let's go that route as opposed to just... Did you say you're going to get into socks? No, I, I, I was... I've heard that socks are really important or yeah. really uh, valuable for people who um, are living on the street and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I actually... Um, I had an experience a couple of years ago, and it's on my social media, a gentleman named Justin, young man, who I interacted with and uh, wrote about and did some stories on, and I, I remember buying him socks and shoes and him saying how important socks were, Aww. so yeah. Um, I could look at that. Um, Tukes was easy because I sell Tukes. I yeah. don't sell socks right now. Yeah. You know, I'd like to see, you know, a company like Stance or whoever. Yeah. Um, you know, if someone's going to donate socks, Chill's it'd be favorite. great. <laughs> yeah, they are Give great. back to the community, Stance. Well, and, and, yeah. and you know what? I, I, they probably do. They probably they do. They probably do yeah. in some way, shape, or yeah. form. We just maybe don't know. But maybe it's not obvious as socks for socks. Huge. 
yeah they are huge and they are they're great socks and whatnot but yeah they're they're they've got licenses with um star wars and things like that so I'm yeah sure they're oh. massive and i'm sure they're doing something yeah i hope they're doing something yeah, yeah. and that's just it so you, when you talk about like my rebrand and whatnot it's just like just that thought of okay if you've got a company like ideally do something and it could be anything but like just pick one little thing yeah. um and i always tell people like again it's like you know yeah you could look at it and go like the world's going to hell in a handbasket things aren't great the environment whatnot political unrest all that but like just pick one little thing just be like just be a good person it's just one step in front of the other and you're right it's where your tensions are coming from yeah i just want to comment a little bit about like overall what we're talking about Mm -hmm. is just about just kind of bringing awareness and getting real with these topics Mm -hmm. and i think that is a big attention grabber at this point because we're kind of tired of living these fantasy lives you know, the things that we noticed on social media, the things that caught our eye that we think should be perfect. And, you know, a lot of people really sit in that, why can't I get there? Mm-hmm. Why is the, why I am the way I am? And it's more of like a downer. Yeah. You know, instead of just, just being real with who we are. Yeah. You know, and showing real bodies. Yeah. Showing, you know, uh what the average person is up to and being real with, you know, the community and the love for, you know, the people in need and stuff like yeah. that's real shit. Yeah. Like that's real life. Yeah. Real life. Yeah. If you try and keep up with the Joneses on social media, it's going to be depressing. Well, it's super, <laughs> it's total bullshit. We yeah. may as well just film all of ourselves into a, a fake movie. <laughs> like so, what it feels like sometimes. Sometimes. The, tw- if you're the trying 20% to keep up. real. Yeah. yeah. The real well, of life. It's like. And I think it's okay to talk about that stuff. I mean, we don't want to. We were talking with Deanna about complaining and like airing out our shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. And hey, sometimes we need to go on a rant and get it out. Yeah. But if you stay in that for too long, then you're just, you're just asking for trouble. Yeah, exactly. Right. Wrong kind of attention. But there's a solution to everything. Mm-hmm. We got Tiff's gonna read your community statement because we love it. I have a community statement. Yes, <laughs> it's on your website, is Daniel. All right, read it. <laughs> All right, our community is strong, filled with exceptional individuals. We are the true heroes, as defined by your actions. There's a lot of truth in there. So here's a quote by Jody Piccolo or Picolt. I don't know how to say that. Okay, that's okay. Cha-cha. <laughs> heroes didn't leap tall buildings or stop bullets with an an outstretched hand they didn't wear boots and capes they blend and they bruised and they and their superpowers were as simple as listening or loving heroes were ordinary people who knew that even if their own lives were impossibly knotted they could untangle someone else's and maybe that one act could lead someone to rescue you right back i love that Right. So that's a that's a concept of like paying it forward. Yeah. You know, like. And I'm a sucker for a good quote, by the way. I love quotes. Oh God, yeah. (laughs) They're so relatable. Yeah. They're so relatable, but you know, as humans, it's we are innate. It's our innate ability. We're all hard drive or hardwired this way is to help, help. Mm -hmm. Like going back hundreds of thousands of years and village mentality. That's what you did. You helped each other. Yeah. And we kind of are, we steered in this direction where we need to be alone and do things individually. But yeah. when you, when you 
involve people, it's so much more fun. Yeah. Way more fun. Way more fulfilling. You're you're not chasing the next thing anymore because you see how it's filled everybody's hearts around you. Yeah. You see the drive. Yeah, exactly. It's exciting. It's like it's yeah, it's like experiencing things by yourself or with others. You know, you see a beautiful sunset or something and you're by yourself, it's like, Oh, what a beautiful hey, what, 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 <laughs> oh, oh, there's oh. nobody next to me. It's like you yeah, I think we all want to share stuff with people. Totally. So. But don't get me wrong, like being being by yourself and like within like your thoughts mm. and like processing and you know, if you're emotionally charged, sometimes being in that moment alone is good. I do that all right? the time. I think we all do. <laughs> we all do. At Extrovert, some point. introvert. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Solo hikes are my thing when I when I need that time. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll take off into the woods or up a mountain by myself. So smart. Like that's like my thing. Is yeah, it? my mom. But you don't. It. You got to tell somebody where you're going. I always tell somebody where okay, I'm going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like we said, and my how mom long hates I'm gonna it. Be, yeah, my mom always hates it. Yeah. I'm always like, well, I'm gonna go climb a mountain. Dad knows where it is. He's probably done it before. I'm like, yeah. She's like, no. And she, every time, I'm like, mom, I'm 40, and I've like, <laughs> been hiking my whole life, and like I've got my first date. Like, I, I, I always go well-equipped. Yeah. Like, I could spend a night if I had to kind of thing. So, yeah. Well, um, what is your schedule usually like? So, during, like, I guess you go to most of the competitions. With... Yes and no. Uh, like, my day-to-day schedule? Yeah. Um, Jeez, I don't know. Like you have another hobby too, photography. Yeah, I have another hobby, photography, um, which luckily I get to incorporate into Hero a lot. Yeah. Um, all the pictures. Yeah, on you're the... very good at it, by the way. Well, thank you. Yes. Um, yeah. I, it's, it's been a hobby that's developed over years, and it's large. I know. I I would have said self-taught, like I never went to school for it, but I've got amazing professional photographer friends who have Who've helped you along helped the way me and like handed down cameras and like taught me tricks and whatnot and like yeah so I can't say it's all self-taught because the, the tips and tricks that I've gotten are amazing um, but then it's also just playing around with it and continuing like anything just continuing to shoot like I can't remember when I picked up the camera but like I haven't stopped and just better camera better camera better camera more shooting more shooting more shooting and I figured out that my thing is people I only ever want to shoot people. Mm-hmm. I don't do landscapes. I don't do interiors. I don't do cars. I don't do anything. Which just, works for your Which brand. works for the brand. So, yeah, it all works out. Um, but, yeah, my day-to-day schedule is um, it's varied. Um, I mean, I'm usually involved in a number of custom orders at any given time. So I'm working on stuff for other people. Um, I try, you know, I, I think I've, I've definitely been neglecting, like, my website and whatnot and social media recently. Um, but I have to do it all myself. Like it's just me still. Mm-hmm. So I could probably be better at scheduling and I do try and do that. Um, but yeah, it's mostly, it's mostly just making sure everybody gets their orders on time, whether it's a gym or an individual or whatnot and doing that. Um, and then trying to spend time, you know, in my business kind of looking at, okay, where am I going with this or new products or, you know, getting rid of products cause the line is too broad or tweaking the website or, figuring out some SEO or whatnot. I think as an entrepreneur, it's really hard to have your steady schedule, like a nine to five. Yeah. Well, things come up and you got to deal. Like it's going to be different every day. I mean, what did I do yesterday? I, uh, what did I do yesterday? I got up, I was working at home. I was at two of my, three of my supplier, supplier production, embroidery production, screen printing production. I was at the gym for two hours. Um, then it was like more work after that, tagging products and shipping products. And then it was at home with a bottle of wine 
at my laptop mm-hmm. and Netflix, like doing more work. Nice. So, and that was not, that's not uncommon. So. And you do recess. Oh. <laughs> I love that. Lunchtime. Oh, I'm, uh, every right Tuesday, on. I'm a lunchtime monitor at my daughter's school. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's new are. this year. <laughs> One so time I, I was talking yeah. to him on the phone about the podcast, and he's like, I'm going to have to call you back. I just have to go do recess. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> that's, I'm like, that's, so that's awesome. <laughs> my daughter's at a private Catholic school in uh, Richmond, and it's one of those schools where between the two parents someone always has to be doing volunteer work each year each school year and so like last year her mom did bingo and whatnot and I kind of was off the hook didn't have to do that because I've done it before not my favorite um (laughs) and then this year it was like okay lunchtime monitor and I was like well yeah that sounds fun I could do that I like interacting with the kids and like I'm like their jungle gym, like the kids. Yeah, you don't me, see so. a lot of males being a lunchtime monitor. I'm no. not gonna lie. There's yeah, there's there's one other guy. I think that's it. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's fun. So you put on the vest and you patrol the hallways, and then and then they go outside for lunch. And I'm outside, and they're like, yeah, half the time they're playing with me, and I get in trouble for that. So who's <laughs> yeah, getting in trouble? It's, uh, it's well, because he's fun. supposed to be monitoring. Yeah, <laughs> that's one, of the play. Teachers, one of the teachers got mad at one of the kids who was like, because I he was playing basketball by himself, and he's like, do you want to play? So you got this little like kid in grade two looking at you like do you want to play with me and I'm like yeah dude let's shoot some hoops like Aww. and then the teacher's like you know Christopher stop bugging the monitor I'm like oh man sorry bro like that was my fault <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so, don't tell her but I was having a great time yeah right <laughs> do you mind if we guys take if we take a break real quick no, yeah, let's fine, take yeah. a quick break Pause. and we'll come right back yep. all right I hope you guys are enjoying this episode with Daniel. He is a total stud and uh, talking about his rebranding of his imperil of hero culture. But that's not why we broke for a break. <laughs> yeah, I make up words, whatever. I <laughs> uh, just want to talk about the podcast. I really hope that everybody's enjoying the podcast. Um, we're really having a lot of fun with this. We're talking to a shit ton of people and it's really giving us a perspective and uh, a different perspective on what everybody's up to. And I tell you, I feel so grateful and humbled in what we're doing because at the end of the day, we're all the same. We're all the same. We're all going through these wicked ass journeys So for the podcast sake, uh, I know we mentioned before in um, the last bit of our podcast, if you ever reached that point, definitely check us out on iTunes and go to the rate and review. Now, the reason why this is important is because this gives us, uh, it exploits us. We want to get, we want our, our stuff across the world. We want everybody to hear it. So not everybody has heard it yet. Not everybody has seen it. Um, we have lots of things coming up, lots of things on the go. We're really enjoying this process, but there's still so much to learn and getting these rate and reviews is really, really important part of this process. So I feel like as long as we're giving, putting out good work, we, we should be getting these rate and reviews. So please, please, please do us the favor and do that. I know on the stats, it's showing that there's a lot of listeners off of iTunes and Spotify. If you go to our Instagram page, I have listed all of the platforms that you can find us. Now, when you're looking for podcasts, 
you cannot find a certain type of podcast based on hashtags. You could go up, like, look at sports, health and fitness, um, self-help, whatever it is that you're looking for. You'll just see podcasts come up, but you will never be able to find us by using hashtags unless you're on Instagram. So definitely, um, share us, share the name, share the podcast. If any of these episodes resonate with you or you think anybody else would resonate with it, definitely send it your way or their way and uh, give us a shout out. I really want to hear the comments and constructive criticism. Nothing too mean. Don't, don't pound me down to the ground at all. Okay. Just give it, give it to me with love. Show us some love and, uh, let us know if we're heading in the right direction because I'm feeling pretty good about this. I'm feeling real good. Okay, enjoy the rest of the episode. Okay, there we go. We were just talking about how Tiff deleted three recordings. And Daniel deleted a whole food photo Photoshop. shot. <laughs> photo We've all shoot. made those mistakes. It's happened you to everybody. You blanked out a card. You know, you're like working on some project for two hours and you delete it by accident. Like, it happens. Oh, yeah. Oh, so. my gosh. So did you reschedule that one? I can't remember. I can't remember what I did with that one. I oh, must have. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you shoot with somebody and then you delete their shoot, it's like, okay, hey, guess what? We hey, gotta do this again. We gotta do this so, yeah. again. I, I don't remember what the shoot was. I just remember it happened. We did that and then the guy was like, um, the first one was way better, and he just didn't like our next conversation. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was it was totally fine. It wasn't much different than the first one, but uh, we said, too bad. The second <laughs> one's getting used. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We don't have the first one. <laughs> we don't have time to do a third. <laughs> like, <laughs> not happening. <laughs> um, so, what... What is on your schedule up and coming? So you said that you're kind of tied tight with everything you got going on now. Yeah. So right now it's my big focus. Well, my big audacious goal this year was I told myself that if I do nothing else this year would be to put hero in front of investors Mm. Um, because I feel like it's time uh, the company needs to grow beyond me. And it needs to start to actualize some of its potential. Um, I think it's been too long now. We talk about entrepreneurs, um, which I guess I would consider myself an entrepreneur. Um, of course you are. But well, You have yeah. a product that you design and you make money off of it. Yes, You're an entrepreneur. True. And I don't yeah. do anything else, yeah. so yes. Um, yeah. But um, a lesser used word, which I think is way more applicable, is solopreneur. Ooh. And it's... I don't... It's, That's a word? I think it is. He's I, gonna make, it, he, we're going to make it now. And if, well, <laughs> and, and if not, I think it, I think it is now becoming a word, solopreneur, because it's it's very, there's a difference. And so I am a company of one. And how come, so, okay, so let's talk about that for a second. How, what made you decide to do that? Because To do what? To go by, about it on your own. I didn't have a choice. Really? There was nobody else. You didn't sought out for anyone? Mm, like to find a partner in the beginning? Like, yeah. hey, let's... No, I already had my own apparel company, Mm -hmm. and so I guess I was already, like, lone wolf. Um, And so, considering that I already had my own apparel company for a number of years, you know, successfully or not successfully, and had people who had helped me with various things, I just thought, no, it never dawned on me to, like, trying to find a partner to do this. Um, Would that have been smart? Maybe. 
would it be smart now? Yes. Um, there's any time with any business, there's so many different aspects to it and I am inadequate at a number of them. Okay. Um, so well, that's okay. Yes. Because you don't have to know everything. No. And I don't want to. And, and no. people have said, well, you need to learn to do this. I'm like, no, I don't need to learn to do this. What I need to do is find somebody to do this. That's right. Yep. Who is their thing. You know how people like, some people love fucking spreadsheets and yeah. creating these amazing spreadsheets. I, I got a few. See? I'm, I'm like you. People. And so I'm I like, love great. love organization. Yeah. I love looking at that and being able to conquer it. And right. And look at it at the end and like, I did that. And I'm like, I don't, I don't even want to look at it. I don't want to look at a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. Like I know how to use them, but like. I don't want to create the most amazing spreadsheet that tracks my business and all that stuff. No, like you can do that. Same with accounting and whatnot. And so, unfortunately, yeah, I'm um, I'm not very adept at some of the areas of my business, but I've been struggling by. But uh, this year, like I said, it's, it would be putting it in front of investors and growing the company beyond me. Um, I, I fully recognize that people are way better at things than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, even things that I'm somewhat proficient at, like social media and photography, like there's people out there that are just way better. So I'd like to build a team. Um, I'd like to grow the company. Um, so that's kind of the focus. In the meantime, it's you know pushing forward with custom orders, uh, pushing forward with you know designs and whatnot. Um, work in the community. I'd like to launch my ambassador program again this year. Um, and What's so, that? so I used to have ambassadors. Um, I had some amazing people. Um, oh, I thought you said master's program. No, sorry. Ambassadors. Ambassadors. Got it. Yeah. It's kind of like so, athletes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yes. Uh, so using the word athlete, I, I definitely would steer away from that. Um, I find a lot of companies um, in our industry and in CrossFit, like they sponsor the top athletes mm-hmm. and I just could care less. That's I cool. absolutely could care less. So we're kind of like that with the podcast. I yeah. mean, we love to have people who have done some shit. Yeah. But it is also about, like, the average person. Are you saying I, I was, like, your 10th pick, not your first pick? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, but, like, <laughs> you, were the, you were on our list, Daniel. <laughs> but, for instance, we had a conversation with, um, I was, I think I was on speakerphone with my sister-in-law, and she's just a mom at home. And I was like, yeah, we'd love to talk to you. And she's like, what would I have to talk about? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, tons of people could take anything that you said yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah, exactly. We've all got something to bring to the table yep. yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And so for my, yeah, so for my ambassadors, um, I really look at what are they doing in their community. That's who I'm Mm. focused on now. So like even my friend Jane, who goes to Overdrive in Richmond, you know, doing this nursing down in Peru, that would be great. Um, Ryan Stokes up at Body Shop Training Center in Kelowna. I know he's, he's great at giving back. Um, There's a few people that I've already like kind of targeted in my mind. Like, okay, you're, that's who I want to talk to. And that's who I kind of want to have be like the showcase for you know hero in the community sort of thing love the message so yeah so that's that's on my radar um what else yeah tweak the website social media yeah and then just like and then obviously the idea of putting it in front of investors and growing the company there's a you got it engineer that backwards and like totally there's a a whole bunch of steps that are going to go into that but i'm definitely putting that out there into the universe i've already talked to a few people about that um, there are people who want to get involved. And I think part of it too is just timing. Like with the tube drive that we started last year, it's um, it's attracted you know people to the company and whatnot. And I've had more and more interest approach me, and so it's figuring out how to navigate those waters and um, kind of build the best team and maybe and then targeting investors who would be um, you know I'm not just looking for money. I'm looking for people who would be mentors and whatnot, um, and who are like minded and things like that. So, yeah. 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 
Because it's your baby. It is my baby, and it's been my baby, <clears throat> what, seven years now? And, like, I'm not rich, and, like, I'm, I just scrape by, and it's, like, but I'm, I'm very committed. And I kind of realized that recently. I've actually, I actually never wanted to quit and give up Hero as much as I did in the last few months. Okay. It just was really tough this past, the end of the last year, just, like, just so busy and just, like, and when you're not, like, making a lot of money, it's like, well, why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, you know, it's like I'm not getting ahead. And I just kind of realized, like, you know, this is kind of the, this is kind of it for me. Like, I'm not going to quit Hero ever and get a day job or something. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. So it's really, like, I could keep scraping by with Hero and, like, make a living and go through the next 40 years of my life kind of, like, just making a living. Or do I realize the company's potential and my own potential and, like, really push I think the coolest thing, too, is, like, what you put out in the universe will come back to you. Yep. And if you keep doing things like the toque, Mm -hmm. um, and then what you talked about with your ambassadors, like, finding people who are like-minded in that sense, everything good will come to you. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You truly Mm -hmm. have to just We just have to be patient. Yeah. And just let your gut speak. Yeah. And that's, and that's, I think patience is huge, but then I also think like there's a point where it's like, okay, hold on. Like you're moving too slow, like hurry up and like get this done. Yeah. And I, I agree with you in that sense. You need to push yourself, but, um, a spreadsheet would be good with that. (laughs) 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 Everything has perfect timing. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to hire Jill in this interview. We're going to hire Jill. <laughs> what, would, what would be your first question in an interview for, <laughs> for Oh, jeez. I don't even know. What would be my first question? I used to have to interview people for Cactus Club. Yeah. And it was super awkward because I had to ask them what their spirit animal was. Oh, really? And I was like, why are we asking them this? <laughs> companies have, di- depending on who took what course, companies have different ways of going about that. And some do get very spiritual and whatnot. And... I don't know, like, I don't, I don't even know how I would conduct my first interview. What would what you say you're spiritual? Like. Oh, it, uh, no, do we miss that? No, yeah. So what, what is your spirit animal? A bear. <laughs> it would be a bear. But, okay, why would you say you're a bear? I'm covered in fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> what is your background? I've been equated to bear. Uh, nobody, you two will never guess. Nobody has ever guessed what well, I'm sure you get Italian a lot. I get Italian. Yeah, Romanian. I get Greek, sure. I've never got that. Well, Middle Eastern, I've got. Yeah. I've get all, I get all those. Cause Are you I'm, native? <laughs> wow, I never got that one. Oh. You, what? No, I never got native before. Well, you have poop-colored eyes. Interesting. Poop. They're like, <laughs> they're like green. It says green on my driver's license. I, don't think I know, mine are hazel. Brown, mine are like have... brownish green. It depends on the light. Obviously, I feel like this, every time I see brown eyes, they're always like, they're green. Obviously, this light's not flattering if they're poop color. Oh, um, But anyways. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. No, my, my background is British. Don't tell us. Oh. We still have to get. Well, you're, you Do you say British? Yeah, you were guessing. You didn't get it. <laughs> so my mom's English from London. My dad's Scottish from Glasgow. And I have a British passport as well. Do you? So, yeah. Nice. So I'm, uh, I'm like 100% British. I was born here. So first generation Canadian. Um, and yeah, I don't know why I look like I look. Nobody in my family looks like me. I do look just like my dad, but I am darker. Oh, thank goodness. Um, yeah, I know, or else I would wonder. They honeymooned in Greece. <laughs> yeah. They honeymooned in Greece. So I was like, oh, well, I'm clearly Greek from the milkman, like when yeah. my dad was, you know, getting something. There must be somewhere down the line, like. So, uh, we go back to, um, St. Petersburg, Russia, if you kind of trace it back. Mm. So I don't know, somewhere in there, there's some dark, swirly. Yeah. Man. I don't know. Cause I'm, the it, same. Skip. I'm the same. My family's all super blonde. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess I technically am, but 
You technically don't look it. No, she no. does not. No. Look, I mean, I saw a picture of you when you were younger, blonde, like a kid. Yeah. And you look way better. You more, more natural Different as a person. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But um, you don't have a British accent. Neither do you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what that was. <laughs> not British. Is Alec from Britain? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Australia. Give us your best accent. He's not Australian. He's not Australian. <laughs> so rude. Oh, fuck that. What's rude these days? Like, I don't even know. Accent here. I don't have an accent. I definitely can't do British. Did your parents? Yes. You can hear my dad's and my mom's. My friends all hear it. I don't hear it anymore because I've just been yeah. around them too much. Yeah. But yeah. That's it's, okay. It's, yeah, it's not. You're, uh, you're Canadian. I'm Canadian. I know, whenever my, I bring my friends over to my mom's and my grandma lives in the basement, they're like, what did she say? Yeah. What did she say? I'm like, what? What do you mean? Why didn't you understand her? She's speaking yeah. English. And they're, she well, just where is she from? the craziest French accent. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 for sure. But I'm just, it's like my tongue. I get, I'm so used to it. Julian, when is the dinner ready? She does actually call me Jillian. Jillian? Like, my name's Jalisa. Jalisa? But she's always called me Jolene. Oh. Yeah. Jolene. And then I call Grandmas you Grandmas can call you whatever they want. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. They are allowed. Yeah. My son, or my mother-in-law, always called my son Coco Bear. Oh, cute. He's 13. Yeah, well, he's 13 now. I okay. ain't so freaking cute. And so she comes to his games. Grandma, don't call me Coco Bear in front <laughs> of all my team. She's like, go, oh, Coco Bear. I am a hundred percent cheering for him tonight, saying Coco Bear. <laughs> yep, it's happening. <laughs> Embarrassing. Yeah. Embarrassing. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I wanted to ask you, like, with everything that you do on all the people that you meet, um, do does a lot of your insp- inspiration come out of you know what other people are up to and like who they are? In what sense? In a sense of, you know, the message that you're trying to get across. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I know that it's it's people who support the company that inspire me to keep going. Um, and then seeing, yes, seeing people in the community and what they're doing um, inspires me to do my part as well. Yeah. Um, other companies inspire me for sure. When I see either what they're doing or the products they're putting out or things like that. Um I used to, I haven't been in a while, but I used to just go on trips to like New York and stuff like that just to like get inspired. Yeah. Like just to be in inspiring places and see yeah. inspiring things and whatnot, you know, and how that would reflect back on my company. Um, yeah. Yeah. So definitely 100%. Yeah. Good. Is there, um, is there a message that you want to give the world? Like something that just kind of fires you up? Something. Sometimes we have these things that we're just, you know, a lot of people more are like about respect. Some people are more about community and giving. I mean, obviously, that's where you're coming from yeah. and everything we talked about. But is there anything else that you want to just kind of put out there? I don't know. I'm, I'm a pretty simple guy. And I think recently my focus has, has just been that simplicity of like, just be a good person. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can give back, great. Um, but just be a good person. Like... There really is a lot of like turmoil in the world right now. There's a lot of stuff that we could look at as like, oh man, this is so bad, you know. Um, but 
really it's it's simple just like be a good person what do um, you how do you define that what's a good person to you man hold the door for an old lady yeah like simple stuff it's so simple i think you know and i never fault people for like you look at the stuff i did with the toques and the community got involved and we gave 700 toques well like if you're you know part of a family for of four or five or whatnot and, and you're doing your nine to five and coming home and then you know trying to spend time with the kids and dinner and then you know, spend time with the wife or whatever, or your husband, and go to bed, and then get up and do it all over again. Like, yeah, great. Like, live your life and like be good to your family and and whatnot. But like, don't don't beat yourself up because you're not donating seven hundred toques or, you know, donating something or doing you know going down to a soup kitchen. Like, just don't. Just that's why I like to simplify it to to literally just be a good person. Yeah. Um, and I think like when you say quantify that, like, what does that mean? Well, I think we all know, like, be nice. Be nice. Um, do nice things. Like, don't harm other people. Be, oh, there goes your phone. Be, <laughs> be accepting. I mean, like, don't be a racist asshole. You know, don't hate on, you know, people in the LGBTQ community. That's a big thing for me, too. It's like, yeah, if you're, if you're an asshole and, you know, you gay bash or whatnot, we're not friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so, things like that. Um, transgender is a big issue right now. You know, it's really in the spotlight and trans rights and whatnot. And same thing. It's like, yeah, this person's not the same as you, but they're a person. Like, well, we all eat, breathe, and shit the same. Exactly. I so mean, yeah, and then just and like love whoever you want to love and like, but yeah, I mean just 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 being a good person. That's kind of my only thing. Yeah. I don't really, I don't, I don't really have anything beyond that. Um, and then I just try and put that forward through my company. Um, I think the coolest conversation I had with you recently was. Um, we were talking about other companies that have come up and, you know, tried to do what you're doing in the CrossFit community and just you saying, like, how you think it's cool and you're like, mm-hmm. you know, you see these companies come and it's exciting and you want them to succeed and some of them do and some of them don't and mm-hmm. just how you're confident in your own branding to be yeah. able to encourage these other companies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I started, I mean, I still think of the <laughs> landscape and I still think of what I was feeling at the time but when I started Hero I remember going to one of our first competitions and I think regionals was one of the first ones and there was RX apparel and Snatch performance apparel and who else was there anyways both those companies are gone now um, and then I remember recently Savage Barbell mm-hmm. set, no, well, yeah. there, there is a Savage right now but it was there, it's, was, it's, it's an there was another one there yeah, was another was Savage one. locally a guy and a girl combo and I saw them at a few events and uh, I don't know if they're around anymore but yeah like companies come and go and, and I, I love it because it's people get passionate you know and they're like oh, I want to start a clothing brand I've got this idea and I'm always like great do it like you've got your own idea like it's unique to you yeah. and you love it like definitely do it follow your passion always do well, it well I mean I sometimes though like if it's if it's a passion you gotta make sure it's a passion mm-hmm. Are you waking up sleeping about it? Or are you going to bed sleeping about it? Thinking about Thinking it. Thinking about it, sorry. <laughs> let's go to, let's go to bed with sleep? this passion. <laughs> like, let's go to bed passionate. Yeah. Um, but I mean to understand the... You don't even really need to understand the workload. It's just loving it so much that no matter what happens, it's not going to yeah. get in the way of you executing. Yeah, yeah, like it's your hobby and your passion. Yeah. Like I love when I have run into a couple competitions and come by your booth and you're just genuinely happy to meet people. Yeah. And oh yeah. Like, oh, people I are my that. thing. Like I I've traveled I've been lucky enough to travel a lot and whatnot. And 
I know some people look at me like, oh, you know everybody. Usually the joke is that I can't, I can't walk around the street anywhere, literally anywhere, at least not in the lower mainland, without bumping into somebody I know. Of course. And people always joke, and that's but that's my favorite thing. Yeah. Like, I love people, and I love hearing about them and knowing them and just interacting with people, because everybody's got a different story. Mm-hmm. Everybody's it's so different. You can learn from everybody, and it's just yeah, just I'm a people person. So yeah. I, and and I, I think love the that's a probably that. part of that answer that I was waiting for when I asked you, like your, the inspiration hmm. is like li- literally what you just said. Yeah. Right. It's so. yeah. People yeah. People are the inspiration. They're also like inspiring. And there's definitely been times again being a solopreneur, like there's no business partner to pick you up or whatnot. Right. So the mm-hmm. times that I get like low when I'm like, fuck, like why am I doing this? Like, and then that's usually like right around that time I'll bump into somebody on the street or somebody will send me a picture because or a message like. <laughs> Hey, I was just at Heathrow Airport in London, and I walked by somebody wearing like a hero sweater. I was like, "What, really?" It's like, yeah, "Okay, I gotta give keep you going. a little bit more so, grit and drive." Yeah, yeah, and it's like, "Okay, that's cool." Like, yeah, my I think the last message I got was from Hong Kong. Somebody was like, "I'm in Hong Kong," and there's a guy wearing a hero hat. And I was like, "Okay, either A, they're from here and they, it's their favorite hat and they wore it there." Or B, they're now ripping me off in Asia. Either way, I've made it. Either way, that's Either a success. Way, success. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it was probably the former, and I probably knew them. But uh, yeah, well, and then I think one of the the coolest things I ever saw was um, my friend took a screenshot of their TV, and it was the Sochi Olympics in Russia, and some U.S. snowboarder won gold, and his brother comes running out of the stands and hugs him, and there's the big hero logo right there. <laughs> And so I like I had to trace this back. I'm like, well, wait, okay, who is the snowboarder? Where are they from? And sure enough, they're from Oregon. And at an event that I did that I went down for the summer games, um, yeah, I, I guess I sold his brother a hero hoodie, and this was like his favorite hoodie. So of course, his snowboarder gold medalist brother is like his hero. So he's in Sochi wearing his hero hoodie for his, you know, for his brother. And so yeah, so I got the screenshot. It's on my Instagram, and I was like, well, that's just cool. That's yeah. so dope. Cool. Yeah. And there's been other things like that. My friend was in Cork, Ireland, and he's like, Yeah, I'm driving through Cork, Ireland, and some lady just ran by me wearing a hero hoodie. And I knew who Sick. it was. It was a gym owner there who used to be in Vancouver, but I was like, Yeah, that's kind of cool. I love yeah. those stories. Yeah. I like any story like that. You get to have like a small piece of an imprint that travels yeah. the world. Yeah. It's a bit of an yeah. impact. Yeah. And, and then when someone that knows your brand and your logo will see that, they're like, I know that. And that yeah. literally stays in your mind. Yeah. I love like, it when they're like, I know the guy. Like, I know the guy who, whose company that is. Yeah. I like that a lot. I like having that personal touch, and I like it when people have that connection with me. So that's why I think, yeah, that's not why I'm so friendly, but, like, I just, I love people. I think so, the coolest part is, like, you're just humble, too. Like, it's... It's, it's not hard to be humble. I mean, <laughs> it's not... It's... Not for you. Well, yeah, it's just, like, I, I just, I... I follow a lot of business people. I, I follow mm-hmm. a lot of companies and whatnot. And I look at, I see their success. And so like when I think about hero and a lot of people, oh, hero is so great and so big. I'm like, it's not, it's just not. I know. But what I, what I meant by that statement was like, you, you know, like your, um, you know what you need to work on and mm-hmm. what you can't do. And mm-hmm. you're not afraid to admit those faults. Yeah. And so the humbleness in that is just like knowing your abilities. Well, cause they're not faults either. Yeah. They're just, well, I don't even know if we want to call them shortcomings, just like everything. Just weaknesses. Weaknesses, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And being weakness call, is not sh- a bad thing, though. It's not, yeah. Not in this context. I don't even want to call them weaknesses, though. It's like yeah. people are good at some things and not at others. Yeah. That's just yeah. the That's way right. it is, right? It's yeah. like, 
yeah. I can't do everything. So, and I've been scraping by and, and like struggling trying to kind of do everything. And it's definitely time to, to not do everything. The company won't grow as long as it's just me. It cool. just won't. Like you so. have exciting stuff in store. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited for you. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, see well a lot of people out. look up to you. So, I mean, you may or may not know that, but that yeah. is certainly the truth. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. And it is really nice to see you behind your apparel at the sh the, mm -hmm. the competitions and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's um, huge. It is. It's a, it's that for people. I think brings it back home where it's yeah. like, you know what? You're not this big shot guy, and he is a humble person. Yeah. And, you know, you believe in your not, product. You're not afraid yeah. to be behind. You know, exchanging cash for apparel. Like, yeah. You know, like some people can get a little bit caught up and ego gets in the way and before we end i have a funny story um so at fet i was shopping in your uh booth with three girls from the gym her yeah. do you Explain remember that story just in case oh fraser valley throwdown yeah, yeah. Throw so down there was a big booth set up and one of the girls i was shopping with was the gym owner and then there's another girl who is also shopping and you were like you said something about um the, what is the gym owner said get to get a little bit more of a percentage off uh, maybe I was giving them a deal, ten percent, yeah, or they I got a free or something. Them, Who knows? No, I think you were giving her fifteen percent off, and then um, the other. Oh, I remember this. Yes, the other <laughs> the other girl wanted. So the gym owner wanted a shirt. The other girl wanted. Um, I think it was was it a toque? Something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a toque. And then you were you were like, well, like she gets the deal. And so you were waiting to see if the gym owner would offer to like buy her toque to get the in on the deal. Yeah. Um, they were haggling. Yeah, they, they were. They were haggling hard <laughs> for a deal. I was already offering them a discount. They wanted like more of a discount. And I was like, no. Yeah. And no. then you were like, she was like, oh, uh, okay, fine. I'll, I'll buy your toque for you. She ended up buying it. And then you were like, I'm just kidding. I'm going to give it to you both. But I just yeah. wanted to see if she would see buy it for happen. you. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's actually kind of funny. She she did the right thing, and then I rewarded her for it. Yeah. She was a, she was a good person. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and I love I I love the events because it is an opportunity to get you know see so many people at once you know over the course of a couple of days. Also, half the time it's like the one time I see them not on social media. It's like I see them in real life, and I always value those opportunities. That's just like if I'm if I'm connected with you on social media. And maybe we haven't met or maybe we don't see each other. Well, okay, let's let's go. We haven't met, but we're connected and we like like each other's stuff. If I see you on the street, I'm the guy who's like, hey, like you're so-and-so. Like we follow each other. Like yeah. I want to know you. Like I, I want to know who you are. So. That happened to me last weekend. A girl came up to me at the competition I was at and she's yeah. like, Jack Jill. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Because yeah. yeah, you're a big deal. <laughs> no, I'm not. But thank you. You're a celebrity. But, yeah, right. <laughs> But um, I was just like, that's me. <laughs> but also just on the note of that, like doing the events and whatnot, it's, um, it's it, if, if it's, if two years from now, three years from now, I'm still the one behind the booth doing the events, the company's probably not as big as it should be. Right? Mm -hmm. That's the other way to look at that. It's like, you know, you look at companies like Lululemon or even RYU, who it's not the owner, founder, who's behind the booth, you know, at Can West sort of thing. Um, but it doesn't have to look a certain way. No, no, but I'm just saying, like, it's, you know, in a couple of years' time, I hope that I have a team 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the other thing too, like I was, I was that guy at 24 traveling North America doing this work for somebody else. I worked for a company called Gaia Ultimate Sports, and I traveled all over North America, San Diego, different places, and I stood under a tent and I sold gear. Was your heart in it though? Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. I was passionate, okay. and I was they. I was the guy. So you I was need the to front find man. that man. Well, that's you know, or woman. Um, yes. Ideally, actually, woman. Um, One continuum. So. Yeah, I need to, I, I love the idea of growing the company and I love the idea of finding like young, passionate people. Like I'm 40 yeah. and I remember being 24, working for a company like this, a clothing company and being so passionate, you know, and wanting to travel anywhere. Now I'm like, cool. like, uh, yeah, I'll go there. But like, I don't know, you know, I'm, I get tired. I'm an old man, you know, need to talk. so yeah, <laughs> anyways. Yeah. But, but finding those young people who, you know, for the next five, 10 years want to work for hero and travel and be like that person, that front person. Cause I was that for the other company, you know, the owner was busy doing other things and I was like the Gaia guy, the company was called Gaia. So I was like Gaia Dan. Um, cool. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So it's like, I, now I want to find those people. And I also love that idea because again, it's, it's going, it's, it's back to the whole giving back thing. Like I've got years of experience. I've got knowledge to give. Um, I've got things I can teach, I think to a younger generation. And so, yeah, I want to find that, that group and bring them, you know, into my company and then have them, you know, help me and I'll help them in return. But yeah, grow a team of, of individuals who are passionate and whatnot. Yeah. That'll that'll happen, hundred yeah. percent, and that's gonna happen soon, especially now that like you were like physically talking about yeah. it, verbally, it's getting put Coming out there. The yeah. But I want to say, <clears throat> like my husband running this company here, mm-hmm. yes, he has a huge team that goes on site, but when shit goes sideways or it's a special client. Yeah. Uh, I promise you, he will be there, yeah. and, you oh. know, and showing up, and it it throws people off because yeah. they see him as this big head wig. Yeah. What's he doing here just yeah. to talk to me? Like it yeah. just it just means so much. Well, yeah, and I always want to be that person. I always want yeah. to be, you know, at the forefront of what what the company's doing for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for coming out here to talk to us. Oh Thanks. my gosh, I love it. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell our audience where they can find you? Oh, uh, heroculture.com and our Instagram and whatnot is at heroculture and that's the best place to find me. You use Instagram a lot? Try to. I've got, yeah, I mean, yeah, try to. I've really been lax recently. Again, my friend Paul Sr. was like, just seeing if you're alive because, you know, you haven't posted on Instagram in two weeks and whatnot. Yeah. Um, As a company, we should be posting, we, I should be posting, you know, daily. I remember the just days. Hire somebody. Hire a little somebody to. Yeah, do exactly. It. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Totally. But yeah, Instagram is is kind of like my main social media outlet. Bit of Facebook. Um, that's something I need to focus a bit more on uh, the early part of this year too. Is the social media thing. Get back. Yeah, because you can link your Instagram to your Facebook. All Whatever that. you post on your Instagram will pops up. And pops it was up. doing that. Now it's anyways. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's a good place to find us on the website heroculture.com. Super. Cool. Cool. Well, thanks, Ben. Thank you. That was great. Okay. Ciao, guys. Work hard. Play harder. Grind every day. We became smarter.